The Dodgers and Mets are wrapping up this three-game series at City Field, and I never take it for granted when we are joined by a man that had the single greatest season of any pitcher in the modern era. That's right, 1988 Oral Hershiser. Nobody will ever forget it. Nobody will ever forget his Cy Young in 88. Nobody will ever forget his World Series MVP in 88. Nobody will ever forget his Sports Illustrated Man of the Year Award in 1988. And oh, by the way, also in his career, he won 204 games. He was a silver slugger as a pitcher. How many pitchers can say they won the ALCS MVP and the NLCS MVP in their careers? And that is our man, and we treasure him in this city, the one and only Oral Hershiser. Bulldog, thanks a lot for the time. Anytime, David. You're absolutely amazing, and I love your bulldog attitude. Have you went through your slide and your injury? You have been a hero to the whole city of L.A. Well, you've been a great example to me my entire life, so that means a lot coming from you. Uh, Just curious, when you look at this Dodger pitching staff, as we get into the deep part of September – The Dodgers are going to win the NL West, and it seems like they're prioritizing the workload of their pitching staff over any one single win. I I think you're right. I think that's always been the the modus operandi. I I think that's the way they go about their business no matter what's happening because it is about short-term as far as winning, but once you have this many wins under your belt for the 2022 season, then you start looking at long-term. And long-term is the rest of this month, you know, and then going into October. And when you look at that in the context of the workload prior for pitchers and understanding how you evaluate them on a daily basis, and I'm not talking about performance on the field as much as I'm talking about performance in the training room, in the weight room, in the cardio, all the different things. Everything is so very individualized nowadays And there is a culture of taking care of the individual athlete compared to this is what pitchers do. This is what catchers do. This is what outfielders do. This is, I grew up in that culture. The culture today is very specific right down to the very individual of what he eats, how he works out, how much workload he's had. So it's a, it's a much better generation when it comes to planning out a daily workout and planning out the rest of the season. Oral, everybody automatically thinks about starting pitchers when you say workload management. But how much is this just as vital to the bullpen? Well, it's vital for everybody. And and the pitching staff this year has been the heartbeat of the team. Uh, the glamorous side of it has been those first four hitters or so. Uh, but the, the as far as the workload management and the injuries, where did they happen, where that was the pitching staff, and they still performed at a, a much higher level than everybody expected those resumes to, to pitch. So uh, this is a time when the Dodgers have to be specifically interested in the foundation of the team, which is the, the pitching. You know, if you have bad hitting, it's a long night. If you have bad pitching, it's a long year. And so they are really looking into the bullpen workload. They're going to use some of the young arms like they already have during the year, and they'll use even more as they go through September to kind of fill in to make sure people are getting quality rest, not just rest, but quality rest that is leading them to being able to perform at their best of their ability uh, when it comes for the most crucial games. Oral, I read off part of your resume, but the one thing everybody appreciated about you as a pitcher 
was when you were on the mound, you were a pitcher. But when you released the ball, you were a fielder and you won a gold glove as a pitcher. And when you were hitting back when they used to hit, you won a silver slugger. You were a hitter. And when you got on the bases, you were a base runner. Clayton Kershaw makes his return from the injured list, and there's only one other pitcher that I can think of that comes close to what you were, and that's Kershaw. And obviously, Fernando was that type of guy, too. Yeah, um, I felt sorry for Kersh uh, when pitchers weren't hitting anymore because Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, and Cy Young, there's only three guys that have won that, I think, and it's Fernando, Grinky, and myself. And I wanted Kirsch to kind of join that fraternity. He's accomplished way more than I ever did in my career, and he has his whole mantle filled with things that are unbelievable, and I'm so glad they have a world championship and hopefully get another one this year. But that was the one thing I wanted to see Kirsch do is win a, a silver slugger. But he is a complete athlete. He's a grinder at the plate when he was allowed to hit. He was a pest to the pitcher. He did concentrate on his secondary leads in his running. He did hustle down the line when he hit a ground ball. He did field his position and still does very well. He was concerned and is concerned about the running game and his pickoff. So, yeah, he's a complete athlete that happens to be a pitcher. And can you take us into the mentality of that, Oral? Because pitchers seem to focus on only pitching, and that seems to be the majority of the pitchers. But yourself and Granke and Kershaw and Fernando uh, took pride in everything else and your responsibilities other than just being a pitcher. Yeah, I think I think some people run into failure and then just want to work on their strengths, and other people run into failure or weakness and don't want to be embarrassed or want to be that complete person, that complete athlete, so they work on it. And you have to be embarrassed to work on your weaknesses. You have to get in the batting cage and develop a swing that makes contact. You have to learn how to bunt. You have to learn why you're not bunting well. You have to to learn why you're not holding runners on. You have to then attempt it and stay with it even when you fail. And so many people, I think, being around people outside the game and inside the game, I think when they find weakness, they love to practice their strengths. But the only way to really get stronger than your just your current strengths is to work on your weaknesses and, and be embarrassed while you do it and, and learn and expose yourself. And I don't know their motivation, but that was my motivation because I wasn't a first-round draft pick that threw 100 miles an hour. I wasn't the best athlete. I was cut from my high school team till my junior year. I was cut from my college team till my junior year. So I was always looking for ways to get better. So even when all of a sudden I was better than others and maybe at the top of my game and it was comparing very well to others, I still felt like this could all get taken away from me. I've got to always try and get better. The chip of the 17th round with Oral Hershiser to this day. And speaking of college, Oral, before I let you go, college football kicks off in Los Angeles. Bowling Green, your Bowling Green team, taking on the UCLA Bruins. Any friendly wager between you and Dave Roberts? Uh, no, I haven't even talked to Dave, but after we get off this, I'm going to text him and I'm probably going to return text after the game. But yeah, I will maybe text him about that. I don't know what the wager would be because money, money's not a, the, uh, the issue between <laughs> Dave and I. It will be something about pride. Uh, it probably will be a bottle of wine now that you've made me think about it. We'll do something for Red Stitch and uh, whatever wine he would force me to buy.
I, I, I have a feeling UCLA is going to win. This is their different <laughs> class, I think, as far as uh, football. So I might need points. I got to find out what the spread is. Oral, thanks a lot for the time. Always love catching up with you and can't wait to see you at Dodgers Stadium Friday. All right, buddy. See you later.